Welcome to the Find Your Best Future podcast. This is the podcast that helps international families make great decisions when it comes to choosing university courses. Welcome to another episode of the Find Your Best Future podcast. Um, it's June and we're talking about grade 11s. Um, uh, mixed feelings uh, for grade 11s, isn't it, uh, at this time of year? Well, the nice thing about June is, of course, summer vacation is just around the corner. Um, but the burning question is, are you going to use this time profitably? Indeed, um, indeed. And, and I think it, the challenge is really um, is that two double-edged sword, isn't it? Because on one side, you want to go and have a great time, um, uh, especially when you're in grade 11. You know, freedoms are starting to present themselves. And at the same time, there's this monster looming ahead of you, this black <laughs> cloud, which is grade 12. Yes, because um, if you're coming to the end of grade 11, you obviously know that grade 12 is going to be a heavy duty and important year for you. And so on the one hand, as you say, Neil, the temptation is just to go and have a good time. But on the other hand, you should really invest at least some of your vacation in preparing yourself for grade 12 and thus taking some of the pressure off when you do get into grade 12. Indeed. And so let's take a look at what's coming up. I think, you know, we can divide it up probably into two strands, can't we always? Uh, that's uh, university applications and academics. Let's start with universities. What kind of things should grade uh, 11s be thinking about in June right now? Well, if you've not already done so, now is really the time to start thinking about applying to colleges and universities. You don't have to have your final list of universities ready just yet, but you do need to start looking around and, and making a list of possibilities um, right. because you need to bear in mind that most university applications take place during semester one of grade 12. So this means that you need to start doing the research, making a short list, making a note of the deadlines so that you're ready to really hit the ground running when grade 12 starts. And I think that research part is the most important bit, isn't it? It's really sort of, you know, you've got some time, dig into the detail. We talk a lot about uh, understanding the syllabus documents, for example, of courses. Maybe you're sort of interested in a course. You know, maybe it's a good time just to spend 10, 15 minutes digging into the into the substantive documents. Yes, and many students just sort of glance at the title of the course and then sort of jot it down as a possibility and move on. Yeah. But just because a course is called economics at one university, it won't be identical to the economics course at the next. No. So you do need to have a look and see what units you're going to be studying year one, year two, year three, and just ask yourself the question, is this what I want? If and, the answer is yes, also, then yeah. Yeah, we've got, we've got um, you know, the application processes, we talk a lot about it, but oh, yeah. you know, it really depends where you're applying to, what kind of expectations uh, universities have. And, and some processes uh, uh, can be really, really stripped down and simple, basically, you know, give them your basic details and, and, and off you go. And some require an awful lot of work, don't they? Yes, I mean, applying to the United States is uh, famous for uh, a lot of work, basically, right. particularly particularly essay writing. Uh, but the United States is not the only place that requires uh, essays. For example, the UK will require you to write a personal statement. Netherlands universities will want a motivation letter. In fact, most universities will want you to write something. And right. I think the summer vacation is a great chance for you to get these essays at least mostly written, certainly the first drafts done. 
Right. And there's the, the other issue is, um, you know, the, the courses you're applying, do they expect you to take extra tests and they can come in a variety of forms, can't they? Yes. And I think that uh, you need to make a note of any extra tests that you may need to take. And of course, start preparing for these by doing practice yeah. papers. You'll find those online, of course. Yeah, and that could be SATs or ACTs, or it could be uh, um, a subject-specific test uh, like those for medical schools, yeah? Yes, or uh, law schools also have them. Um, and then some universities just have their own entry test, uh, which you will need to prepare for as well. Right. And that sort of smoothly brings us to the other domain of uh, academics. Uh, um, at the end of grade 11 is a good moment to sit back and reflect isn't it on what you've achieved and uh, perhaps uh, you know you have a more realistic picture of what you'll be able to achieve um, uh, by the end of grade 12 now. Yes so you do need to review your grades and have a look at your most recent uh, grade card and if there are any problem areas then you need to talk to your teachers about how to fix the problem. Maybe they'll recommend you get a tutor over the vacation or perhaps attend a revision class. I think um, the other thing is you know if you if you you know privately dreaming of Harvard or Oxford uh, and your grades are generally um, uh, not where they should be. Perhaps uh, it's a time to reframe your your hopes and aspirations. Yes, um, you, many people follow the sort of uh, reach target and safety school line of thought. Um, there's nothing wrong with uh, reaching out and applying to universities that may be demanding grades a little little bit higher than yours to be aspirational. However, you do need to have some others which are uh, more likely to offer you a place. Right. And then, and the other thing to think about is predicted grades. Um, the UK university system operates on predicted grades. Um, are you satisfied or disappointed with your predicted grades? Do you feel you could have done better? Um, obviously, it's a good idea to have a conversation with your teachers if you feel that you could have done better on your predicted grades. Yes, indeed. Um, and how... Um... How flexible are they, uh, uh, predicted grades by the final side? <laughs> That's a really good question, Neil. It depends very much on the school system and, and the teacher, the individual teacher. Um, I think that if, if, you are, if you find yourself in a position where your predicted grades are a little lower than you'd hoped for, and thus you can't apply to your dream university in the UK, um, then clearly you would like to have your predicted grades raised. But just saying, please raise my predicted grade, is, is, it's very nice, of course, but what's it going to be based on? If you really want to persuade your teacher to raise your grade, uh, my tip is wait a little while until you've turned in a really strong piece of work and then go to the teacher and say, look, you know, I've just been graded a six or seven or A or whatever on this piece of work. Will you consider raising my predicted grades? So it's got to be based on something more than just your wishful thinking. Right. And there's also a moment in the summer, isn't it, uh, for grade 11s to get uh, on top of all their time management issues and or, you know, get their notes in order and, and, and make sure that you're well prepared uh, uh, for the coming year. Yes. Um, if you've been struggling with time management or got behind a little bit on like note taking and ordering things, then this is a great chance to sort of get everything organized so that you can start 
the ball rolling at the beginning of grade 12. Yeah, because many of the units that you will have covered in grade 11 won't be revisited again uh, in grade 12. And so making sure that you're you're well prepared for the cramming process, I guess, or the revision process that uh, will be taking place from uh, you know, January, February, March, April uh, of next year is something that you can really do that would make a, a significant difference and, and I guess take a lot of stress away. Uh. Yes, um, I think that realistically speaking, what you need to do now during the vacation at the end of grade 11 is to try and maneuver yourself into a position that reduces the amount of stress on you when you're in grade 12, because grade 12 will be a very busy year. Not only, of course, do you have the academic program continuing, you also have all the university applications to handle as well. So that's quite a heavy workload for you. So I would really urge you to sort of organize yourself and get ahead of the game. Right. And so, you know, in general terms, summing up, uh, um, I guess, uh, use the moment to reflect, uh, get on top of stuff and and hopefully make sure that you're ahead of the game in some areas, especially around your applications. Um, it's also important to have a good time, I guess. Yes, indeed. Uh, have, enjoy your vacation, relax a little bit and come back refreshed at the end of the summer vacation. Right. And that it really is really important because uh, you're going to need lots of energy um, for grade 12. And so um, making sure you have a good time and you're, you're, you're rested and you're relaxed and positive is uh, very, very important, isn't it, Jerry? It is, Neil, yes. However, um, we have a little bit more work to do before we can go on summer vacation because podcasters also have to uh, plan, organise and hopefully enjoy their vacations. Oh, we never sleep, Jeremy. We never sleep. Uh, I know, I know. I didn't want to tell tell the listeners that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, thank you so much for your advice today. And uh, if you're in grade 11, uh, enjoy your holiday and um, uh, we'll see you again soon. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe and share the Find Your Best Future podcast.